1: Join us and help us continue to support the many talented people of our community. Learn how to get your business highlighted on Lacrosse Local. Go to lacrosselocal.com and click on Advertise. The Pump House Regional Arts Center offers theatrical performances in partnership with Gray Area Productions. Local, talented artists producing thought-provoking and transformative theater with compelling stories and complex characters. Check out the calendar of performances and pick up your tickets at thepumphouse.org. Drive, walk, or take a carriage ride through Riverside Park for Rotary Lights. Over 3 million lights sparkling on the Mississippi now through New Year's Eve. A stunning holiday light show with a mission to feed the hungry. Admission is free, but a cash or food donation is appreciated. Visit rotarylights.org to learn more. Join us at the La Crosse Winter Roots Festival Saturday, February 11th at the La Crosse Center. We'll celebrate Wisconsin favorites in music, cuisine, local beer, and spirits. Grab tickets at lacrosselocal.com. We connect with a few of the band members of Chicken Wire Empire. We chat origins, the intricacies between traditional and progressive bluegrass, their documentary All It Takes, and get into their recent album Fresh Pickles with Chris Castino of The Big Woo and Church Street Blues. Catch them live at the 2023 LaCrosse Winter Roots Festival on February 11th. You can find more conversations, food reviews, weekend picks, live music, and events on our website, lacrosselocal.com. I'm Amy. And I'm Brent, And this is Lacrosse Local.
0: Sitting here in the dark, whiskey in my hand. I'm trying to find a way to be a better man tried my best i always do still love you still love
2: you well my name's ernie bruce of artist the fourth i was born here in uh, where i live right now in milwaukee wisconsin i don't know uh, my, my family is pretty musical and so from a young age i was really surrounded and into music definitely was more in the classical end of things. But then as time went on, I went to school for violin. And uh, as time went on, just kind of uh, got more and more into the band world, and like playing outside of the classical realms. So past few years, it's been a lot of more of that kind of stuff. But really, it was just from a young age being surrounded by it, and it didn't really seem like there
3: was another option. (laughs) Is the violin kind of sought after now with bands? It seems like you must play in a number of different groups.
2: Well, I think that's, I could play a little bit, and it was just people, including uh, people actually like Jordan here, that were just like, oh, hey, there's no fiddler, fiddlers around at the moment, and we want one, so you should come over and, and just you should, you should get really good.
3: <laughs> you just get really good at it. Yeah, you should just get really
0: good at it, and then you get work
2: yeah that was that was definitely the huge thing where was well there was quite a few classical violinists in the area but very few in the fiddle world so it just seemed like i'd be i'd be dumb not to turn down all that work
3: and jordan what were you born in, in milwaukee too or what, what was your sort of span from birth to playing music
0: I'm from the suburbs, but um, you know, long story short, when I was a grade way a guitar class, and everyone bought a guitar, and I bought a bass, so I was immediately in like five bands, and was like, <laughs> "Yes, I'm a bass player. It's great." And then I found out that I'm pretty good at arranging music and hearing all the other parts for it, so I just kind of kept on going. But if you saw the movie or anything like that, I mean, I kind of do the whole like. I mean, my dad was a sax player. He got me into music. He got me into playing. So my fam- my family was musical, but not you know. Nothing, like, on a professional level um, later in life.
3: Checking out your music the last couple of days, you know, and also just on the playlist, you guys come up quite a bit. I don't know, like, a lot about your backstory. Is the band, like, expand and contract with different players as it comes along? Or is it something that people swap out? It seems like I see uh, new faces in each, each video. I mean,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really not... There's been some some members switching out lately. It's kind of hard to, to touch on too much because um, during the, at the end of the pandemic, you know, people just kind of swapped in and out, and we've just kind of been um, doing what we have to to get along. Which is why it's been so great to do the the Castino stuff, etc. You know.
3: So speaking of COVID, was that whole you know? I know you had a recent album, Church Street Blues, come out, but wasn't COVID kind of directly connected to that Fresh Pickles album with Chris?
0: Oh yeah, big time, big time we were talking with Castino for a while about recording and actually we were going to do a project of all new music of his, that was the original idea. And then when the pandemic hit, you know, it was hard to get around and get together. So we just kind of worked off of his frame or basis of all of his other, other music, you know, all the big loose stuff, which, you know, we were fans of anyways. And um, Chris is such a great songwriter in the scene. And I loved the album that he did with uh, Jeff Austin, uh, the, Songs from the Tin Jet, it's called, and so we were just kind of, we played that whole album with him after Jeff passed away, as kind of a sort of a tribute, you know, to to that whole that whole time. I guess when the pandemic hit, it was just kind of easier to get together over a course of a weekend and record that whole album. I think we did that whole album in one weekend, and then maybe like one post production session actually, which was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. It was a very ambitious move, and we all walked away feeling really good about it because we recorded the album basically live.
3: Were you always a fan of The Big Woo? Is that something that you think was an influence for you guys in some sense? I mean, I remember that band from, like I think, driving around in my car in late high school years, you know, listening to the song Kangaroo. Same. So... So it's like, it's interesting mm-hmm. to be a fan and just over the last couple of years, like my favorite bands are within 90 miles of where I live now. Was it an exciting yeah. process or it's always something that you guys have always known of them or, you know, enjoyed them or played with them? Oh man, it's, it's,
0: it's kind of a crazy story. Sorry if I keep on talking to Aaron, but I'm just like, you know, <laughs> that question is funny because their keyboard player, Al Oikery, produced an album for my old band, Stealing Strings in like 2004. I want to say I got a kangaroo was on a mixed CD that I got back in high school and along with a bunch of other jam bands songs, you know, like at the time. And so that's when I became a huge fan of them. And then my band ended up working with them back in the day. So we just kind of, I've, I've known Chris for that whole time and we're not picking and screaming by any means, for example, like John Pike, our banjo player. Well, he wasn't familiar with the band really at all so some of us were really familiar and then some of us had no idea of really what was going on with that whole scene
2: i was not super hip to all of that although i will say i got a stealing strings song on a mixed cd <laughs> so I, was a little, <laughs> I, was uh, song. I wasn't i wasn't at the source with the big woo, but
3: with the newer release church street Sorry. blues how did that one come together
2: basically jordan had a great idea of hey, we should really try to use some contacts that we had uh, made during a tour in Germany in late 2019. Basically, go out to Tennessee and just record
0: something. Something more in the traditional vein.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like we were just with some of the people we got to hang out with. We hadn't really as a band gone to Tennessee, let alone recorded there. And we were just really inspired to go out there. And so so we went out to East Tennessee. We actually got to play at uh, the legendary Station Inn hmm. in Nashville on our way out there. Was that their first show back?
0: It wasn't their first show back. It was their first show after their original owner had passed away. Hmm. Yeah, it was very like, it was like bittersweet. Yeah. We
2: played at Station Inn, then went out to East Tennessee and recorded there up in the hills you know it's really fitting it's a track called church street blues and i mean we did record it in a church
0: i found myself a picker friend read yesterday's news folded up page 21 and i stuck it in my shoe gave me a nickel to the poor my good deed for the day folded up my old billfold and threw it far away Got myself rocking chair to see if I could lose these thin dime, hard time head on Church Street
2: blues. Uh, that's actually the church that's featured on the the cover of the little single. And I in don't know, Bethel. Uh, is it in Bethel? It's in uh it's in El- Elizabeth Elizabeth Ten, 10. El- Elizabeth Yes, 10.
0: <laughs> yes. <I don't laughs> yeah,
2: yep. But uh, just outside of Johnson City, I don't know. Uh, it just It was a really good time. It felt like a really good take. And that was ridiculously live. Like, I mean, Jordan even sang it live. I think we all thought that it just turned out really nicely.
0: Yeah. So just to elaborate on that, because you should know it was produced by Lincoln Hensley. And he's got a huge name in the traditional banjo world. And it was engineered by Professor Dan Boner who is the head of the East Tennessee University Old Time and Bluegrass School. So it was um, the idea was to go to the motherland and record something as old timey and true to bluegrass roots as possible. And that's kind of what that song ended up being. It was kind of an old timey new take on a song that had been recorded many, many times. But also worth noting is our version is a full band version, and that song is typically played on just a solo guitar.
3: kind of speaking to that, you know, your kind of visit to the motherland of Bluegrass, you kind of touch on it, you know, in your explanation on your website as well, from traditional to progressive. For people who don't know, especially me, and I listen to Country and Bluegrass" quite a bit. what is that delineation? Like, what does that even mean, traditional to progressive? Who knows? Anybody know?
1: (laughs) I don't
0: think. We've decided that that argument is for the fans. We just want to play. (laughs) I'll say this about Chicken Wire. We are usually the most traditional band at a jam band festival and the most uh, jam band at a traditional festival. I mean, that's just kind of how it's (laughs) been for us for a while. Fair Fair to say, Aaron? Because I don't we're not a jam grass band and we're not a trad band. We're just a bluegrass band, you know, that plays music that we like.
3: You know, it sounded like that last album was kind of not necessarily down and dirty, but with, you know, the songwriting process, does it take a while for you guys? I know you play some other traditionals and other favorite artists, but like, is that something that's comes quick or is it something you kind of spend some time on? Or do you like to kind of, you know, like your sitting in a shack in the mountains and just do one take?
0: It's kind of all over the place. Sometimes songs come out of nowhere and it rains. And then sometimes it's like, man, we really need to work out something soon, you know? Definitely. I I think that uh, with
2: this last summer, we were just really busy. We would still try to like add something new or change something about what we were doing before. So I've always been pretty inspired by this group that, We're not just trying to like dial it in and just or phone it in, I should say. Like it's always something new. We definitely have been working on a lot of material this last year. (laughs) There's not just not always time to uh, play it out enough and, you know, really feel it out
3: enough. What's coming down the line? I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of music and maybe not recorded, but what's coming up for you guys? It looked like you had a lot of like a big show recently, packed rooms.
0: Yeah, we just did the Riverside in Milwaukee, which was a big deal for us. Um, And then we got a couple tours. We'll be going back to Colorado in May. We'll be going to upstate New York in February, right before the Winter Roots Festival. We'll be coming back from uh, a run-up to Utica and back. And we are going to be going into the studio in two weeks just to record a couple more cover songs, because those are always great for Spotify hits. And then uh, we're... (laughs) Talking to a couple bigger names about uh, our next full length studio album with the goal of having it done by like next late summer.
3: Sweet. So, I mean, you're going to have a little tour there before Lacrosse went to Roots Festival February 11th. What can people expect from your live shows? You know, I've been watching a few videos, but you know, where's it at? What happens? Fireworks? Yeah. Yes, Brady, you got
0: anything? <laughs>
2: They don't allow us to use uh, pyrotechnics anymore anymore. anymore. But uh, I will say this, that a lot of people, if they, if they talk to me about the show is they say that it looks like we're having fun. That's good, right? We're actually having fun. And I think that our, our shows are really dynamic. Like it's not just a bunch of dudes getting on stage and then doing the same thing for, you know, 45 or whatever minutes. Like there's a lot of flow to the show's, there's a lot of like dynamics, even as in if it's going to be loud or, or tender or uh, aggressive. A, or, there's just a lot
0: that, that happens. It's a variety show. That's, you know what I mean? It's a bluegrass variety show. <laughs> I mean, throwing, you know, some bigger tunes, slower songs and just try and showcase the variety of, of acoustic music that we all kind of come from and that we like, you know what I mean? For example, like John, our banjo player, was much more rooted in traditional and gospel music. I came from playing electric bass and James Brown and funk music. Ernie came from the classical world. And it all kind of comes into our music, you know what I mean? At least that's what I hope. And Carter <laughs> is just Carter. Yeah. Carter is just there shredding all the time, and just growing and learning. He's learning so much, though. I mean, he came into the band following uh, the footsteps of a pretty pretty good mandolin player and he's been stepping up to the plate but i think like in our our shows like the variety of our backgrounds really do come out in almost every single show
3: for people to check out your tunes before you know they come see you play or their fans already what's the best avenue where, where are you more most active on uh, online are you on all the things um
0: everything the one that pays the least is spotify and that seems to be the most popular one <laughs> <to> go figure <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I always just encourage people to go to YouTube and put on, you know, some, some live clips. Hope that they sound good with, the, uh, you know, the, the way that it's recorded.
3: Went to Roots. You know, when we brought up the fact that we're bringing Buffalo Gospel, Chicken Wire Empire. We also, you know, have probably some old friends from the Smoking Bandits. Everyone was really excited about the lineup. So I'm sure we're going to have a great time. So I appreciate you guys uh, chatting tonight and also just being at the festival here in February. It's going to rock. It's going to be
0: fantastic. Hey, I'm excited about that lineup too. I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: LaCrosse Local Podcast is a production of River Travel Media. Do you have an interview idea you'd like to share with us? Message us on Facebook at Lacrosse Local. Find out more about us at lacrosselocal.com. And you can subscribe to the Lacrosse Local Podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you like us, rate us five stars. We appreciate it.